This is Michael Easley in Context. Here's a peek at what Michael will be talking about today. When you look at Big Idea and the company, what do you hope for? Really that we can continue to bring that message to kids. God made you special. He loves you very much. You have a a loving Heavenly Father that cares for you, uh, who wants a relationship with you. For more information, go to michaelincontext.com. And now your host, Dr. Michael Easley. Well, this is the first time in studio I've ever had a vegetable with me. I guess technically a cucumber is a fruit. You've never had a fruit tray in studio with you? I never have had a fruit tray, at least not one that I'm not eating. Well, yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. Little little edible fruit tray with some carrots and uh, celery sticks. Now, this is a debate because, see, I define fruit as the seed is inside the thing. Yeah, botanically speaking, you know, we're, you know, there, there's a couple of errors with veggie tails because actually Bob and I are both fruit. Exactly. If you kind of look at the f- pure botanics of it. But fruit tails doesn't quite work. No, it doesn't have a good ring to it. <laughs> yeah, fruits of the spirit was already taken, so we went with veggie tails. <laughs> anyway, we have the beloved Larry the Cucumber, Mike Norwaki, in studio. Thanks for coming by. Oh, thanks, Dr. Usley. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. It is a delight to see you. I'd like to have you in studio. 25 years you've been producing all, all kinds of videos and audios. How did this get started? Well, yeah, you know, I've been in the video post industry about 25 years, but really with VeggieTales, we're just celebrating our 20th anniversary. Okay. But uh, Phil Vischer and I were in the video post-production industry in Chicago in the late 80s, early 90s. You know, we had uh, previously met at a Bible college and had done some writing and performing together, and um College up in, in Minneapolis. I was in pre-med at University of Illinois. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, and Phil was working in post-production. Phil Phil was on his way to becoming a filmmaker. I was on my way to becoming a doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I was working my way um, through college by, by working at this post-production house that Phil was also working in. And um, we just, we, we had... Uh, you know, as I mentioned, worked before or just been in student ministry before doing uh, writing and performing and and kind of translated uh, those things into this world of video post-production that we were in. And so we would take, we were roommates, we'd take a cam- camera home over the weekend and do these little <laughs> crazy videos. And, and Phil was very entrepreneurial. He was like, oh, we should do a show, you know, the Phil okay. and Mike show. It'll be great, okay. you know. And so, um, and, uh, uh, and I was kind of, for me, I was kind of passing through. It's like, okay, well, this is really fun. I'm paying my way through school. I'm right. going to be a medical missionary. That's what I'm going to do. And so... Uh, but so we're, we're working on these things and, and, and we're learning how to edit and do audio and all these different aspects of production and computer animation comes along and, and, congre- and compositing and nonlinear editing. So all of these new technologies that are just emerging at this time and we're kind of these, we're computer guys. It's like, well, how, how can we kind of use this stuff to kind of tell these stories that we, we told in, in Bible college? So that's when the idea started to formulate around doing a, a computer computer animated show with with simplistic characters that were that were easy to animate silly songs with larry uh-huh. his cheeseburger i love my lips uh, also involved with uh, madam blueberry uh, the the film released jonah and the pirates who don't do anything <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. got to be one of the winner songs, right? Oh yeah, the pirates who don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, that that was a fun one. But just that whole, I mean, we just had a just fun with a kind of you know we were big Monty Python fans and 
you know, Mel Brooks. And we shared a very similar sense of humor and wanted to bring that into uh, the stories that we told. But at the heart of it was the, the notion that we wanted to tell stories that would help parents pass on biblical values to their kids and just felt like there was a big need for that um, in children's media. I raised four children. And of course, we're always scrambling for how do you take that biblical truth without altering it? Yeah. And yet give it to the heart of a concrete thinking child. You know, I I, I always cringe uh, when I hear people say, ask Jesus into your heart. Because that concrete child thinks Jesus shrinks down, goes into his chest, opens the door, sits on a chair. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So how do you, I mean, you've been doing this for 20 plus years. So how do you take those theological truths without damaging them, yet making them so a child can embrace them accurately? We, we love to start with the kind of like there, there's two notions that we start every show with. One's kind of the overall, and that's the overall message of, of Veggie Tales. And it's that truth that God made you special and he loves you very much. And so that's kind of at the, the basis of, of what we feel it's really important for a child to understand. Okay. It's just that you have a, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a, a loving, heavenly father who made you special. Um, in a way, did Mr. Rogers do that? <laughs> well, there's a lot behind that. You know, in fact, uh, back back in the early days as we were setting up the show, Phil Phil's mom, Scotty May, who's now a professor at Wheaton College, uh-huh. you know, she was, she was a very helpful in setting up that key lesson. It's like kids, if, if, if VeggieTales is going to say one thing, it should say, it should say this. And it, because it speaks to the heart of a child and, and it really, it's something a child can grasp because, you know, they get that from their parents. You know, I'm loved by my parents, my earthly parents. So, you know, I can, I, I can understand a love from, from my heavenly father. So I, I think that's a, you know, so, so, so that's, that's sort of our key message. And then, and then from there with every episode, we tell a, a story that, that, deals with a specific topic, whether it be thankfulness or sharing or loving your neighbor. And from there, we, we try to highlight a, a key verse, a key biblical principle, and develop that into um, a nugget of truth. And, mm-hmm. and, and basically in language that is memorable, that a, a child can understand. And then from that, build a story that represents that truth in a way that a child can relate to and have fun with. Why vegetables? It, it was uh, necessity was the mother of invention, really. You know, computer animation in night in the early '90s was so basic, um, and to be able to tell a half hour of animation, we just needed really simple characters with no arms and no limbs and no clothes. <laughs> so to be able to to be able to tell a story, and so um, in fact, one of the early ideas was for Phil. Phil was actually modeling a candy bar, you know, on on his little workstation, and Lisa, who's also his wife, the voice of Junior Asparagus, who went ended up being the voice of Junior Asparagus, walked by and she said, you know what, moms is, moms are not going to appreciate uh-huh. the, these stories coming uh-huh. from candy bars. And well, you know, how about vegetables then? <laughs> so so uh, vegetables became became the next choice. And then Bob and Larry were kind of common, vet, you know, we wanted to do common vegetables with common names. So Bob and Larry, tomato and a cucumber were complementary in color and shape and uh, sure. had, had very common names. Initial reactions from focus groups? It, it's interesting because trying to raise money with the pitch line, you know, uh-huh. we have... We're we want to tell Bible stories with vegetables. It didn't get us very far, <laughs> but it was one of those things where if you build it, they will come. Okay. And so we were able to create the first show with a, with a handful of people and, and some seed money to make that first episode. 
where's God and I'm scared. And we took out ads in Christian parenting magazines to advertise it. And we had no distribution. It was just all self-distribution. So, so we actually had, uh, we had one workstation and three animators and they would work on, you know, three different shifts. And then we had a phone with a credit card machine. And oh so whenever somebody saw one of the ads, you know, the animator would pick up the phone and, you know, write down the, write down the information. And then, you know, we'd, we'd keep wow. a list. And when we finished the first show, we sent out the 500 VHS that had VHS, VHS tapes that, yeah. that, that had yes. been ordered. Yeah, yeah. It was back in the VHS days. One of those came from a record executive here in Nashville, actually. Word Records had opened up a new kids label. It's called Everland Entertainment. And Wayne, uh, the Wayne Zeitner, who had seen that ad, was was uh, intrigued by it and, and ordered a copy and loved it. And then from there, we had a, a distribution deal with Word. When you look at Big Idea and the company, what do you hope for? Really, that we can continue to bring that message to kids. God made you special, and He loves you very much. Uh, he, you're, you're, you have a, a loving Heavenly Father that cares for you, uh, who wants a relationship with you. And then, and then really co- to continue to be a resource for parents to pass on biblical values to their kids. I mean, it's. Um, I think story is such a powerful, plays such a powerful role in our culture for for conveying conveying messages and conveying truth and so we just want to be a part of God being able to use our stories to convey his truth to kids. We're talking to Mike Naraki today in studio. It's a delight to have you with us. One of the things that I always start with with a message is what I call what do they walk away with? Yeah, yeah. At the end of this program, at the end of this message, this yes. sermon, even this broadcast, yeah. my hope is what do folks walk away with? Mm-hmm. And you've got you've got a wide bandwidth audience. Because you have parents taking yeah. children to a lot of these, certainly with a feature film. Yeah, sure, sure. And then if you're a parent like me, you watch the VHS or the DVD to where you have it memorized as well as the child does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you hear it in the back. Unintended of consequences, <laughs> right? right? So, so you've got that in mind, obviously. Yeah. And and you stated well, you know, God loves you, He's made you special. But when they walk out that door, what do you want them to? to feel, to know, to do differently? One of the f- fun things about the format of VeggieTales, the way that the show is set up, is most shows, 90% of the shows, have a countertop. So Bob and Larry greet the kids on the countertop, um, and you know they say, hello, kids, I'm Bob the Tomato, I'm Larry the Cucumber, welcome to VeggieTales, and they'll typically they'll get a letter from a child who's having a problem, and then they mm-hmm. answer that letter in the form of a story, or they, they answer the question in the letter in the form of a story. And at the end, they come back, and then they wrap it up, and, and that's when we say, okay, this is the story that we told, this was the truth that was conveyed, and this is what the Bible has to say about it. Um, and then QWERTY, who is the computer on, on, on the countertop, comes up with a verse, and then Bob and Larry explain the story in the context of, of, of that verse. And so, Are you still doing the voices? Oh, yeah. Yeah, still do the voices. <laughs> so, so, so really, it's, it's our way of, of, uh, of really making sure kids get that takeaway message at, at the end of the story. Because sometimes we can be, you know, very literal in the story. Sometimes we can, you know, have a little bit more metaphor going on in the story. But we want to make sure at the end kids know, you know, what we've tried to, to teach in the context of the story. What can we look forward to in the future? You guys have got a lot of projects going on. Yes. Well, we are, uh, we, our current release is uh, Veggies in Space, the Fennel Frontier. <laughs> so, fennel. What the, child knows what fennel is, Mike? <laughs> I don't know. That was for the, that's for the parents. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Well, as a matter of fact, so are the uh, Star Wars and Star Trek and Doctor Who, true, uh, you know, true, uh, you know, uh, parodies there. that we pay in there. But yeah, so that's, it's a, it's a lesson in sharing. You know, we key off the, the key verse in that one is uh, if you 
have two tunics, um, you know, share share one. If you have food, do likewise. And so we have we have fun with that concept of tunic. In in the show itself, we turn it into an acronym: Twin Universal Nuclear Ignition Cores. Oh, They're actually it. actually you know the the two the two uh, engines on the apple pies, and so they end up sharing one of their engines uh, to somebody go. who needs one. Anyway, so that's what we're working on. We're we're continuing on our, our slate of uh, of of releases, uh, uh, DVD releases, and then we're also uh, which is very exciting for us working on a, a Netflix um, series, so which will be coming. Go out straight in the fall. to Netflix. Yeah, straight straight to Netflix in a uh, half hour. So it'll be uh, it'll be a little bit different. Uh, the, the setup is a little bit different than the show than the DVD releases. Um, it's more like a cartoon, and the DVD releases are more like mini mini movies. But we're really excited. It just gives us more opportunities to engage with kids. Um, uh, on on biblical truth and so where do you come up with the ideas a lot of them um particularly in the early days you know before uh we talked to focus groups <laughs> they just came <laughs> came from our own experience as parents and uh, young parents you know um where's god when i'm scared which is the very first episode phil's daughter sydney was ha- uh no i'm sorry shelby uh his older daughter was having a uh, problems being afraid of the dark nightmares, at night and, yeah, and sure. nightmares and so that that kind of drove him for um you know where's god and i'm scared the first episode that i wrote madam blueberry um thankfulness you know i modeled that after not not my kids but after my mother <laughs> and so okay. and so sort of that that life experience that you sort of bring to it um you know having grown up in the church and you know being christian parents and having certain things that you want to convey to your own kids and then later as years went on we you know looked to our fans and said okay well what types of lessons uh, are important that you feel we can, you know, would be valuable to you. And so, you know, uh, the first time we did that was with um, Lyle and the Kindly Viking was about sharing. You know, parents said, we'd love a, we'd love a, a, a show about sharing. And so they sure. sort of did that. So, so yeah, they kind of come, so the, the impetus for the, the lessons come from a lot of different places. Um, you know, sometimes we'll have a story that we really want to tell and then we'll figure out, okay, what's the most appropriate lesson to attach to it and that sort of thing. So uh, from a number of different places. As you look at the box, body of work that you've done, uh, you've gotten mail, you've gotten emails, you've gotten fan mail, hate mail, all kinds of <laughs> things, right? We all do. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with that data? You know, we had somebody that worked with us uh, once who um, said, you know, my biggest fear is that, you know, I'll get to heaven and be greeted by God and he'll just say, so what were you thinking with that VeggieTales right, thing? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what, 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 what were you thinking? What was going on? <laughs> but I, you know, the ones that are most meaningful to me are, are ones where you, you can truly see that God has used his, his word through our stories uh, in a way that's really made a difference in somebody's life. Um, and, and from there, just that, that, it just is inspiring to know that okay, you know, we're we're doing the right thing here. We're we're telling stories that are conveying um, principles from the Bible, God's truth, and you know, God's using that to reach into somebody's life and, and to to help them and to change them. And so, um, th- those are the the letters that I love getting the most. And then letters that, particularly with kids who, for some reason, um, autistic, we get a lot of letters from autistic parents, kids, parents of autistic children, who um, say that VeggieTales has really connected with their kids. And thank you. So so much, you know, they can really keep engaged and they're really learning uh, from from the stories. And so I you know, just love, love getting those letters. Yeah, that's phenomenal feedback. When a parent looks at a VeggieTales, what do you envision their involvement, their their role? Well, we love to make the shows kind of a family affair, you know, to, to where, you know, kids love watching them, but then their parents also ha- enjoy watching the show. I mean, in the early days, it was just 
you know, we were writing shows that made made us laugh, you know, and, and that we enjoyed making. Right. Um, and I remember when we first started getting word back of um, VeggieTales uh, viewing parties happening on college campuses, <laughs> we were, it just sort of shocked us, like, what, really? <laughs> and then we thought, well, that's kind of cool. I guess if we they were, grew up with I, it. I guess we could still, you know, do that. You know, we, we, we would enjoy watching these if we were on the other side, you know. Right. So at first it was a bit of, it just, it was surprising to us, but then over the years realizing, you know what, I, I think when you can tell a story well and, you know, have characters that are engaging and use humor well, you know, it'll, it'll, you know, it'll engage the parents. I look back at, you know, Bugs Bunny, you know, and loving it as a kid. And then right. you see it as adults like, wow, you know what? That is still really clever on another level as an adult. Uh, yes. And so it just really works that way. And so that's what we try to do with VeggieTales is just to have, we want to, we want to focus our teaching lesson uh, in, in language that is, that kids get, that young kids get, but then, you know, just have fun with the story and have fun with humor and realize that kids may not get some jokes and that's okay, but their parents will get them and right. think it's funny and the kids will get them right. eventually. Uh, later on. Yeah, yeah, later on. But, um, but really, really have, have it being, be engaging for the whole family. So, um, the, the parent and child can watch the episode together and then have a point of discussion afterwards. And, and, you know, so what did, what did, uh, junior asparagus learn about, um, fear or, you know, what did, uh, Captain Cuke learn about sharing, you know, and how, and how can that apply to your life? How have your own kids processed all this? You know, it's fun because they've been involved throughout the years as voices and, and that sort of thing. And um, it's cool because uh, my, my son, he's in middle school now, so he still kind of uses it as street cred. <laughs> you know? so, hey, guess what? Guess what my dad does. What, you know? the, yeah, the payoff. Yeah. Free tickets to the Titans game. Yeah. <laughs> well, or just, you know, yeah, just to say, hey, you know, I know you know about VeggieTales. Guess what my dad does. And then, but it's neat knowing my daughter, my daughter who's in high school now, you know, I'll, I'll meet uh, one of her friends. And uh, a couple times it's happened where they just said, you know, oh, VeggieTales, that's my childhood. You know, mm-hmm. I just grew up on this. It's amazing to me that, first of all, I feel very old, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when, that, when something like that happens. But then to know that, that God has used it to touch somebody's life in, in that way and, and for it to have been part of, of them growing up, um, right, right. And, you know, is, is really, really powerful and meaningful to me. Uh, and then just with my own kids, it's just is what it is. I mean, it's been part of their life. And, um, you know, for them, their dad has always been Larry the Cucumber. And, and uh, you know, in the early days, I, you know, they did not distinguish between um, dad, the human. And, well, I could I could speak to them as Larry the Cucumber and it would be somebody else talking to them. So so that was a, I'd, I'd get like a little plush Larry and, you know, speak to them as Larry and they'd be talking to Larry. They wouldn't be talking to dad. Fascinating. And, you know, but then, yeah. you know, they, they grew up and grew a little yeah. wiser on that. You mentioned Bugs Bunny, Mel Blanc. Yeah, uh, uh, you mentioned Monty Python, uh, uh-huh. some of these things, and and I, I remember one of the interviews with, I forget who it was, one of the one of the Python guys saying, uh-huh. "We're just silly." Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just silly, and we yeah. had no intention of this thing going as viral as it did. I mean, you're looking at 20 years now, and you're still cranking on this. I mean, invariably, God willing, this could go on another 15, 20 years. I hope so. You know, sure. I really do. You know, I think, um, you know, and, you know, I look at Sesame Street or Bugs Bunny and these these properties that just have meant a lot to multiple generations. And, you know, and 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 that's my hope for VeggieTales, that we'll continue to, to reach out to kids generation after, after generation. What do you think is the biggest challenge? Because obviously your childhood and mine are dramatically different. Well, I think th- there is a lot of things that change over the years. I think fundamentally, though, as humans, we're hardwired for story. Story. Yeah. And so 
I think a, a good story will always engage. It will always teach. It will always inspire. Our challenge with every episode is to just tell a good story, and it's always the hardest thing to do. But but how do you pitch that to a child? Yeah, yeah. And your market band, I would guess, is what, five to... Yeah, well, preschool primarily, preschool, okay. preschool and up. And then typically kids will watch VeggieTales until they're about seven or eight, and then they'll take a break and they'll come back again yeah. in college. It's cool in college, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. But yeah, I think, you know, just to really stay engaging with, with the characters, um, meaningful in um, kind of the situations that the characters are in that kids can identify with um, and, and see themselves in. And, and yeah, and to be relevant with with the child's life. Like we upgraded QWERTY a few years ago. He probably needs another upgrade because for years he was like an IBM 386, you know, <laughs> and then we upgraded him. He's kind of like a old style iMac now, right, you know, right. and so, and then we'll probably have to up- upgrade him, you know, in the near future to stay current with technology and that look. But so it, it's a combination of, of recognizing, you know, a well-told story is timeless and then you know being able to uh, be aware of what's going on in, in culture and kids lives and, and interject those into a story uh, do you storyboard you know I I'm not a storyboard artist myself okay. no so but I mean do you all go through a process oh yes a- a- absolutely okay. yeah yeah it's an integral it's a, a definitely a, a really important part so, of the process. so you storyboard it and then at what point do you say okay we, we've this now is that story that we're going to do yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because, um, you know, there's the, there's the script phase where you, you script something out and you feel like, okay, this is going to be great. And then, and then you, you storyboard it and we do what's called a story reel where, you know, you do a, an audio track and you attach the storyboards to it. So you have a story reel and then the flaws come out in, in your story. And it's like, well, I didn't need to say this because I've said it 15 times already. Oh. So it just, you know, it's, it's redundant. So we're going we're gonna to take this out because it's communicated through the visuals and all of that. So once you get a story real that works then you know your story is going to work you know this so the script is one phase and then you just, the, the story real is another phase but that story real is, is really what you count on for for locking down what's going to be your eventual um, animation some some creatives some artists do not like you touching their product <laughs> oh yes yes you have some high ownership in some uh, some dialogue or some <laughs> part of the story and the and the editor says no <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know that's the thing um a lot of it is you know working with you know a, a group of of people who you trust in VeggieTales sense there's folks that obviously have a, a good head for story but then also a, a real heart for message and, and lesson and so you know we have to have both of those things combined you know when, when we're telling our stories but any creative when they've put a lot of time and energy into creating something is in love with whatever they created you know right, and so right. and it's hard and it's hard to have it, someone it, criticize it. It, it is. It is. And so, but that process of of being open to hearing that criticism and in, in either being able uh, to argue for it and defend it, you know, or to, to take it in and, and say, wait a minute, I think you've got a point. You know, let's let's try something else and see if that works better. Um, and, and, you know, it takes time to build up that trust with, with people and, you know, to get that kind of a team together. Uh, but really, we, that's what we try to do with these, with the story reel is, you know, it, you know it'll, it'll be written. We'll put it up on... On, on reels, and then and then you find the holes, and you try to work them out in in, in a way that um, is best for the for the story. The story always wins, is, is what we say. You know, like as a pastor and a preacher, and the way I was trained is exactly the opposite of the way you're trained. <laughs> I'm that linear <laughs> guy. Too, I'm not too, hopefully not too opposite. <laughs> I'm that linear guy, though. I want to uh-huh. see the outline and the point. And I want to uh-huh. see precisely what the Bible has to say uh-huh. before you go out there and try and illustrate it. Yeah. Um, you again, at the end of the day, for the child. 
for the parent, uh, uh, for a person who just stumbles across VeggieTales? What in the world do you want them to get? Well, it's that simple and profound and powerful message that God made you special and he loves you very much. If we can if we can have characters that kids can identify with, that kids can think of as their friends, um, then they'll care about what they have to say. And, and you know, if Bob and Larry uh, bring them a, a story that, that teaches a, a lesson in sharing or thankfulness and, and uh, or about loving your neighbor, that They'll, they'll care about that message because mm. their 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 friend told them that, and right. um, you know, and I think you know that's that that's what we want to continue doing with Veggie Tales. Mike Nowaki, it's been great to have you on In Context. Thanks for coming by. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Doctor Easley. One of the reasons we bring interviews onto In Context is because we want to show how different people in the body of Christ, with their gifting, their talents, their abilities, are taking the message of Christ into a context where perhaps you nor I could go. The body of Christ is a wonderful thing. And when you hear a guy like Mike Narwaki talk about what he's doing to express the love of Christ to children, uh, my question for you and for me, what are we doing with the gifts, talents, abilities that we have, that we possess in the body of Christ? You know, you are unique. You are special in God's eyes. He lived, he died, he was buried, and he came back from the grave, overcoming sin to provide eternal life for you and me with him. Now, in the meantime, on this planet, you and I have work to do. What is your gift set? What are your skills? How are you using them in context in the kingdom of God? You know, he will use you uniquely in a way that he can use no one else. This is Michael Eastman in context.